What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you doing this morning? Healthy and alive. Uh, yourself? You know, when this pandemic finally passes, which is not really a pandemic at this point, we're just going to stop saying that we're healthy and alive, right? You know, I, t- I talked to a guy today and he, he said something about, uh, he's like, what, what do you think? I haven't seen him since all this Corona nonsense. And he says, how are you doing with all this Corona stuff? And I just looked at him. I said, you don't really believe that, do you? And he said, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's politics. It's politics. It's nonsense. Knock this stuff off. You know, I mean, Trump gets reelected. What are you going to do then? He doesn't get reelected. Are you still going to play the card? Uh, just knock it off. Mm. It's going to it's going to mysteriously disappear on yeah. November 4th if uh, Trump doesn't get reelected. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be there. So, um, mm-hmm. OK, you, you want to start with the men's makeup? I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah. Men's makeup. Yeah. All right. We'll, Unbelievable. We'll Unbelievable. If you want a full line of men's makeup, apparently now you can buy it, can't you? Yeah, uh, apparently CVS has rolled out a new cosmetics line from Strix, I guess is how you say the name. I don't know. I'm not into all this. But yeah, apparently if you want to go and buy uh, any any kind of, I don't know, freaking foundation, whatever, whatever kind of stuff you have for makeup, I'm not good with makeup stuff. You can get it, you know, color, whatever. Um, and what is the purpose of this? What, like, what exactly? What? Okay, first of all, who's the company doing it? Or is that? Do they even say? Or is it CVS Strix. putting out their own brand? Yeah. Oh, Strix. Okay. No, so, yeah, what, yeah. Why are they doing this? Well, I don't know exactly. Now, part of me, okay, so part of me is okay with the idea because we have facial recognition technology that's coming around, so makeup would help curb that. You know, you'd be able to change the the look of the shape of your face and everything with makeup. So. That's a possibility. But at the same time, I don't know. I guess if you're somebody that has really bad acne or something, you know, and you're doing these Zoom calls all the time now for work, you could put some kind of like foundation or something on to cover it up or whatever. I mean, if you're that. uh, But other than that, it's so silly. Is Colin Kaepernick going to endorse it? (laughs) I don't know at this point. I I do know they were showing in here that it was a some dude that was a figure skating competitor. He wears it well, during that. I was going to say, they wear it anyway, don't they? Like all those people yeah. that go on and like performers and stuff, they, they wear it anyway. But, you know, yeah. let's be fair. Anyone that appears on the big screen like that, especially like actors and things like that, there is not a single person that goes in front of a camera that doesn't have makeup on anyway. Yeah. Television, yeah, movies, all that. They, they all wear makeup. So uh, that's why I was saying, like, I, I can understand maybe like a, if you have, you know, facial blemishes and stuff you want to cover up. And it's just for your own self-esteem. I, I can understand doing like a foundation or something, but they're they're talking full line of like eyeliner oh, and God. lipstick and you know oh, like painting your fingernails. And I mean, of course, they, they already you, had fingernail polish there. But anyway, oh, but they, they're they're going 
the the stereo they're trying to destroy the stereotypical trends that we have that women are the ones that usually do the makeup and the uh, looking pretty right right and men right. usually don't they're they're usually the rougher cut or you know they, they uh-huh. still look good but are rougher cut they're trying to destroy that stereotype i guess you know the john wayne is spinning on a lathe in his grave isn't he yeah i i i could see that it's definitely that that is definitely not a shall we say western no uh, you know like country can't no that doesn't that doesn't work no you're, you're not uh while you're rustling cattle you're not going to be stopping to you know touch up your makeup or something that's just uh, well if you'd have done that in a saloon at a card game they would have shot you yeah probably you know <laughs> so i guess what they would have done that as an example you know just on principle <laughs> it's just what it is yeah but yeah. okay all right so men's makeup right not to be outdone right l'oreal has come out and they've changed their product line as well haven't they yeah, they're vowing to remove the whitening products. It's racist. It's racist. Yeah, in the wake of the racism. You, you've yeah, got yeah, to you've got exactly. to get rid of the whitening cream uh, because it's racist. I really. I mean, the cream's white. So, are, are you going to change the color of it, or are you just going to? Just, I don't think they know. I don't think they care. Uh, I'm just waiting for the PETA people to be taking seriously and then they can get rid of all the milk because it's apparently it's a yeah, it's got something to do with racism. I don't I don't know. I'm so sick of seeing this. I'm so sick of seeing this garbage, right? It's just it's such Mm -hmm. nonsense. It is such nonsense. They're placating to a truly stupid. You know, I saw a video the other day of of a woman, right? A, a white woman. She was out there yelling at black police officers, like in their faces screaming black lives matter to black police officers. She was screaming. And the cameraman is sitting there saying, "Um ex- excuse me. Um you you do realize that these are two officers of color, right?" And she says, "But I'm bringing awareness to what they don't know." <laughs> Yeah, and he points out you're a white woman. That's yes, uh, and it's you you kind of see one of the cops chuckle. (laughs) They're lunatics. They're lunatics. They belong in mental institutions. See, this is why they've had an active campaign on for the last 25 years in the U.S. to close the mental institutions because they themselves belong in there. So if they shut it down, if they if they go through an entire generation of shutting down mental institutions, well, when it comes time to put people in padded rooms and in the loony bin, there's nowhere for them to go. So we have to put up with them in society, unfortunately. All right. Yeah, these people are crazy. Yeah. So I just kind of had a thought on this, uh, the the whole whitening thing. If products that w- with the word white in it are or even intended to be whitening, right? If those are considered racist, then you're saying the color white in general is racist. So everybody that's white is racist. That, that's uh, basically they, what they're saying. They will not stop until they destroy absolutely everything. And th- here's the thing. They will destroy the stuff that they claim to be for today. Like that, that's what they will do. They're that they're that insane. The, the mob is that insane. They will destroy the stuff. The stuff that they say is OK today will not be OK tomorrow. See, this is why they get into a position where they turn on their own when they bring in the societies that they think are the utopias. They turn on their own because you're not radical enough. You're not revolutionary enough. This this is why they become cannibalistic in a socialist society, in a collectivist society, because just it's never enough. They're insatiable. It, there's never enough. No, nothing is too much for them. So yes. and I'm not just meaning it, the mob. I'm also meaning L'Oreal. Like that's the statement 
that they're saying without actually saying it. They're saying all whites are racist by the actions that they're doing. Yes. But see, they have to they have to take the agenda, right? They have to carry the ball for the agenda. They've It's too late. They're already on board with it. So now they have to move as they come out and they endorse the progressive movement. They have to become the progressive movement at the same time. So they have to mm-hmm. be constantly changing and constantly evolving. So they have to be with the movement or a step ahead or to the side of it or on a parallel track. They have to be seen as though they're conforming along the way. See, see what I mean? Right, right. All right. So there's a submarine that surfaced off the coast of Florida. It was spotted off Florida's Key West last week. All right. Now, virtually the only part of this thing that's above water, right? It's a mass supporting of array of an array of antennas. This is what they're calling a wave glider. Right. It's made by a U.S. company called Liquid Robotics. Right now owned by Boeing. Which okay, so we know Boeing's a government contractor. And the antenna suggests is part of a U.S. Navy program known to, or excuse me, known as sensor how or sensor hosting autonomous remote craft or shark. What exactly is this thing? Are you familiar with these? I'm not too familiar with ocean studies and whatnot. I, I, this is kind of out of my knowledge scope, if you will. But from basically what they're saying is this is a solar powered, it looks like a surfboard, right? Uh, on the surface, like you were saying, but under underwater, they have a submarine, if you want to call it that, but it's really the driving force behind the motion. So as the device moves up and down from the waves, it actually propels it forward using that motion. Uh, it, 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 there's like little fins on the, on the submarine that move and it, it propels it forward. And they're saying it, it travels at a top speed of 1.3 knots. More or less, they can travel indefinitely or at least as long as their solar panels and batteries last. So that's about how long they'll go. And what they're studying... I don't know exactly, but it says here that one made it in 2013, one made an epic 8,000 mile year long journey across the Pacific at 1.3 knots, 8,000 miles. Yeah, I bet it took a year. So what exactly do these things do? I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out. I mean, they're saying that they could possibly be I mean, they're used for scientific research, but they're saying that they could also be ideal for military intelligence gathering, which I believe. But they'd have to make it a little bit more covert in order to make it feasible for military intelligence gathering. I mean, if you're a country and you have listening buoys, which we know that, uh, you know, like countries like Russia and and China, they they have these things. If you're a country that has these, then obviously you're going to notice something that's approaching, you know, any kind of watercraft or submersible craft is approaching your territorial waters. So they'd have to make it a little bit more covert if they're actually going to do anything with it, right? Not necessarily, because this has no onboard motor. There's no... So they wouldn't hear the sounds of the the motor or the props or any of that kind of stuff in the water. What they would hear is fins. So maybe they would pick it up as like, you know, a school of fish or something, you know, at least from an audio standpoint. I'm sure it would show up on um, sonar or something if they're doing active sonar. You, you would probably pick up the, the metal device there. I think they were saying that the surfboard itself, the part is about 10 foot long. Whereas the submarine's like 30 feet below uh, the water. So it's a fairly big silhouette, uh, I I would think. So I don't know. Maybe they do need to make something that's more stealthy, if you will. But this is autonomous. It's cheap to make. Uh, I think that's what they're looking at more so than the, the, you know, how stealthy it is. Yeah, on top of that, it doesn't move very fast. 
I mean, 1.3 knots. I mean, you could kind of you could walk faster than that. So, I mean, right. it's a uh, that's something that they would have to do something about the uh, the propulsion side of it if they wanted to make it actually you know more feasible. I mean, we live in the age of autonomy when it comes to these drones, and and as we get closer to AI and all that stuff, and they they incorporate these systems on these things, we could make submarines that uh, that are autonomous now anyway, right? I mean, we can already do this. So why, why don't we? Or do we have them and we just don't know about them? I would say if if we don't already have them and the public doesn't already know about them, uh, they're in the process of working on them. Because as you said, yeah, we definitely have the technology to automate them or at least make them semi-autonomous um, at this point. We, we do it with aircraft now. They're semi-autonomous. Uh, so I would, I would assume it's the same thing for subs. Well, apparently it says here that they've actually got plans. The U.S. Navy has plans. They've put an order in for a fleet of 20 of these things, and they're going to carry out a full-scale demonstration mission on in 2021. Working together as a cooperative swarm to gather information. Exactly what information is classified? Of course, they're not going to tell you that. Why would they? I wouldn't expect them to. The budget right. project plan mentions classified payloads conducting critical intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance missions with simultaneous wideband data links for signal and imagery data. So let me see. Sharks may be gathering signals, intelligence, eavesdropping on communications and detecting radar emissions, hence the need for all those antenna. But they may be doing much more. Now, apparently in 2016, there's a near identical copy of one of these things called the uh, Fugu, which is being tested by the Russian Navy. So more than likely, they're saying the one that was found uh, 15 miles off Key West might just be one of uh, it says it might be one of theirs. So if it's able to get 15 miles off our coast, you know, hey, that's uh, well, of course, it's, it remains to be seen what these things are actually being used for. Right. I mean, it, specifically, of course, they're not going to tell you that. I wouldn't expect them to. Right. Right. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, it doesn't look like they have any kind of like sonar on there. And to be honest, I don't know that I don't know if that solar panel and everything could power the electronics on there to to you know do sonar and power the, the device itself. So I, I honestly don't know what they would be using it for. I, I guess maybe you could do sonar. Actually, now to come to think of it, you could just do a, a like slow pulse, you know, let it build up charge and then pulse and then you know, do that process because it doesn't move fast. So you don't have to do it very often. So I don't know what else they would use it for unless they're trying to monitor using it as like a relay or something to monitor transmissions. Again, you run into a power situation. I don't know how much power that that requires. So I I honestly don't know what they can do on that platform with as little electricity as it's uh, generating. I don't know. It just doesn't seem very practical to me. It doesn't seem very practical to me at all because the speed... And I mean, the only the only advantage I can see to it is is quiet. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only thing. That's the only advantage I could see to it. But it's visible and it's not very fast. The chances of one of them being caught, you know, if you're going to use it for you know, some type of reconnaissance or something uh, or intelligence gathering, then if you're going to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm looking at it from a from a security standpoint, you know, because how long before, say, the Chai comms grab a hold of one of them? You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. they you know yeah. they reverse engineer it and dissect the thing. There you go. So. Right. And the uh, thing is, is. It, sits like, it sits like five feet out of the water, roughly. The antennas right. make it taller, but right. the, so it's the easy actual to see. mass of it. Yeah. So it should be prepared. If the seas are calm, it'll be easy to see. Yeah. The current model that we have photographs of, th- that one could actually just be the scientific one. And scientists are actually using it to maybe, I don't know, map migration patterns of animals. You know, they could be picking up the collar signals for some of the, the animals that they've tagged. 
or maybe the surface of the, the ocean floor or something, you know, mapping that. I don't know. It could be it could be something on those lines. Indeed. Do you want to talk about how Iran is asking Interpol to arrest Trump? <laughs> yeah, OK. What do, they, what do they want? Why? Because they killed because uh, he killed Soleimani. Is that it? Yep. Uh, that is exactly why. Oh, stop. Uh, they, they want him to. Yeah, they, it's, it's saying um, Iran said Monday it has called for Interpol to help arrest President uh, Trump and 35 other U.S. officials for the January killing of its top general in, in an American drone strike. Uh, see, He's saying 36 U.S. political and military officials involved in the assassination of uh, Soleimani. Yeah. Uh, blah, see, and they're basically saying they're they're wanting Interpol to to arrest him. Uh, they're saying that these people have been charged with murder and terrorist acts. Um, okay, you know, I, I'm sorry. When you look at the the rap sheet of the Soleimani guy and w- the atrocities that he's done, no, uh, no, it was not murder and it was not a terrorist attack. The dude was scum of the earth. So if you're a country and you're asking for an arrest of a uh, of a of a it's kind of laughable, really. Like if you're it really you're is asking for for an arrest of of a world leader, it's just, odds are it's just not going to happen. So the, like the U.S. like we could turn around and say, uh, yes, could we um, could we get Interpol to arrest um, the Ayatollah? Could, could, could we get that to happen? Is that possible because of what's happening in Iran? You're oppressing the poor people over there. Could, could we possibly for crimes against humanity? Can we have him arrested? Can we have that regime overthrown? Like that's, what, what kind of a request is that? Right. What, what kind of a request is that? And the thing is, is it violates Interpol's constitution. It's saying that under Article three of the Constitution, it is strictly forbidden for the organization to undertake any intervention or activities of a political, military, religious or radical character or excuse me. OK, so they character. yeah, so they couldn't even do that because he's a holy man. So, yeah, so yeah, exactly. You, you couldn't even do that. So it doesn't work yeah. the other way either. I get what Interpol is for. I get it. They're going after some of the bad people, right? They're, they're going after mm-hmm. some people that commit crimes against humanity, of course. Killing Qasem Soleimani, though, I mean, like I said, I made my stance on that clear. When a U.S. president, I don't care which one it is, right? When a U.S. president does that, whether it's it's Bush or whether it's Obama or Trump, it doesn't matter. When a U.S. president does that, when you go after somebody like that, a high profile target, and you you 86 them, that puts people like me at risk. And when I say it puts people mm-hmm. like me at risk, right. I'm talking about the people like the, the citizens that live overseas that don't have the comforts and, and the protections like we do in the U.S., right? We're on our own over here. So when that happens, th- those of us that jump across, you know, different places in the world, that puts us at risk. So I'm pretty clear on that when it comes to that. Now, was he a bad dude? Yes. You know, there's no doubt about that. But at the same time, you've got organizations like Interpol. You know, if he's that bad and and he's uh, he's wanted, you know, I mean, there's other ways we could have gone about it, I suppose. But either way, um, I, honestly, I, I don't I don't think it matters. It's too late regardless because it's already done. But yeah, I mean, I, I get the purpose of Interpol, right? They, they go after people that that have done um, that have done some bad things. But, you know, going after a uh, going after a world leader. It's just I, I think they're just doing it as a statement more or less to to take focus off of them because they've still got egg on their faces from the um the downing of that Ukrainian airliner, right? That that was a bad mm-hmm. that's bad press. That that's real bad press. That was horribly unnecessary. That that was horribly unnecessary. That never should have happened. Yeah. And so I think at the same time, if you go back and you look at what happened with Soleimani, 
you had the Hawks in there at the time, and I'm talking about like the neocon Warhawk types that are in there, like Bolton and the rest of them. That's when he was still there, I believe. Uh, or maybe he'd already gone at that point. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, he's not the only one. But you had the Hawks in there, probably convinced him saying, hey, this is the right time to do this because they needed that war with Iran. The, the, the neocons in the U.S. have been clamoring for war with Iran for how long? For how long? And they haven't gotten it. They, they tried to do the war with Iran. Didn't work. Then what did we get? We got a pandemic, didn't we? <laughs> they had to go another way with it. So it's just the way that it is. So anyway, yeah, I don't see uh, I don't see Interpol taking President Trump mm-hmm. into custody anytime soon. I, I don't see that happening. Anything else you got this morning? No, not really. Just uh, on that article we were talking about, it's even in that they're the way they twist it and word it to try to make Trump look bad. And so they, they try to make Soleimani look like he was a uh, such a beloved good guy saying that uh, there was a bunch well, they of have to cry. Yeah, they have to turn him into a martyr. They have to turn him into a martyr. Yeah, that's that's what it comes yeah, down to. Did you see the funeral? Did you see the funeral? When they had that, right? They turned it into this big, massive. Right. You know, he he was a martyr. He was a he was a hero, and this and that. And you know, it's funny because you had the Iranians. You know, the the, the ones that were out there in the streets, the ones that were ushering his uh, his body in the vehicle, which was a, a Chevrolet, by the way, just, you know, Chevy truck. They're out there ushering it down in an American truck, and they're wearing New York Yankees hats. Right, Nike t-shirts, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're stomping on American flags, and yet you're wearing a New York City hat. Anyway, all right, we're going to have to jump. So thank you for your time this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.